We're back, ladies and gentlemen. So, funny story right now. <laughs> this is our UFC 268 podcast. is a little later in the week than I would have liked. But Bianca, she's been a little sick, but it's okay. I tried Not to, COVID, though. No, not COVID. Um, I tr- a common cold. Yeah, you're immunized like Aaron Rodgers. No, you're vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. She didn't, He's she didn't, unvaccinated. She's not lying like Aaron Rodgers lied. Yeah, about I'm you. not. Yeah, I'm not a liar. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on there. Um, what I was gonna say is, I attempted to do episode on my own. Um, still need a lot of practice at that. I was too sick to be yes. your co-host. I tried to grind it. So basically, I was going through the entire card. I'm kicking myself right now because I had a great little spiel about Piotr Jan, why it's so dominant. You could like attach it to this. I could, but n- it's not. It's fine. And it's okay that I'm... It's just fine because we're going to we're gonna redo it. We're going to run it back just like this UFC 268 rematch between Kamaro and Colby. But I was basically going through everything. It was great. Talked about Magomed Ankalaya, which we'll do today really quick. Talked about Melsic Bagdasarin, which we will today. And I get to Justin Gaethje versus Michael Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, what am I doing right now? 25 minutes into this podcast and I'm just thinking, <laughs> just Gaethje for Michael Chandler, boys and girls. And then I think saw- Michael Chandler's going to win. You want to know why? Because I think that. Justin Gaethje's going to win. <laughs> But this actually works out better because I just got to watch the pre-fight press conference, which I already showed Bianca the little clip of Dana White going like, (laughs) (laughs) he was freaking out. He had like a little aneurysm because he thought that something was going to happen because Usman got really close to Colby. Yeah. I don't understand. Or he pushed him actually. Kamaro, this is what Kamaro got to remind him. I think that Colby forgot that Kamaro's his dad, you know? So you had to remind him. Do you get penalized if you hit them? That's what I'm thinking. Really? I don't know. A, a shove? A shove? A shove? <laughs> a shove? <laughs> I don't know if you get penalized for it. I feel like you're not. Well, it's like, that's really all they... I get... No, because some guys really go at it. Like, we've Connor seen ones where they have, like, to people, actually fought. But he waits... Yeah. It was just... I can't even imagine what it would be like but to like, be in I don't front know of why. I mean, I get why they would penalize them. I just don't think you them. can throw a punch. But yeah. Dana's like, don't touch. Because he's like, don't. He's like, stop. But like, I get why you can't. But at the same time, like, it makes a better press conference for Dana White. Like, you know, it's going to get more views, more heat and everything if there's more action going on at the yeah. press conference. So I feel like in a way, it like helps Dana White. So I don't think that they should be penalized. But at the same time, like, if they, I don't know. You can't I do anything to um, jeopardize the fight yeah like if they knocked him out right there and he like couldn't fight then it's like you're colby screwed. though colby though wasn't scared he had his hands behind his back on purpose he got shoved took it like it was nothing so this fight this upcoming out of out of gaichi versus chandler rose namunas versus um Li zhang or zhang Li in the main event which one are you looking forward to most i think the main event yeah but I also like, I want to see... My, my dad loves Michael Chandler. I like Michael Chandler too, but I, like I love Chandler, Justin Gaethje. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. I already, we already talked about how know. they're going to... Did I already told you how <laughs> it's crazy that the same coach yeah, coaches all, all three, three of the main dudes. Yeah, that's going to be weird for him. It's like plus 300 that all of, that Justin Gaethje, Rose, and Kamaro get the dub. I honestly, we'll talk about it later. What's our lock for the three on the main card who thinks going to win, but... It's just or is this episode just talking about that that one? No, let's get let okay. We're gonna backtrack because we're just getting way ahead of ourselves right now. Okay, 
were you you watched UFC 267 with me? No, I watched that by myself because it was a morning guard because yeah. it was a freebie. No, well, I watched some with you. You watched the prelims with yeah, me. Yeah, and then, yeah, because then I went and stayed the, the night with my friends in Monmouth. It was Halloween weekend. Oh, it was the Saturday of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. There was fantastic card. We're not going to talk about this very long because it's last We're week's news. We're trying to do a quickie. Last, last week's <laughs> news, okay? Biggest takeaway, though. You got Hamzat. Hamzat's fantastic. My you God. could feed him to the winner of Colby versus Kamaru. But in my opinion, my humble mood. My you little, don't my, say that right. No, it's not right at You've all. You've said it multiple times. I'm like, that's no, not, not the it's correct not the right way. Usage. Is my that, humble abode is like my place home. of living. <laughs> and you literally, you mean like my opinion yeah. when you say it, but you say my humble abode. Like you're talking about your house. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I laugh every time to myself, though, because I'm like, I'm just going to let you say it like that, because I get what you're saying. Yeah. My humble opinion. We're, my humble opinion and my humble abode. Okay. This is what I'm saying. Biggest headline for me. I've got actually two biggest that have nothing to do with last week's card. It just is in general. So it's just general UFC news. So it ages well, you know? It ages real good. Piotr Jan best bantamweight not gonna get knocked off what i met in one of my in my opening dialogue for last episode that is re- now deleted from recently deleted on my phone we'll never see it um i have oh, to apologize i'll have to apologize because i'm you would you agree that i'm pretty quick to say when there's a new up-and-coming rising star i'm always like yeah this guy's future champion yeah this guy's future champion i'm taking all that back <laughs> all that back all, all of those guys are title contenders but, but in terms of somebody going to take off, I've never seen a dude crank it up, crank it up, crank it up, crank it up, round by round and make mid-fight adjustments like Piotr Jan. The closest, we've got Henry Cejudo versus Marlon Moraes. That was crazy. And when we got Alexander Volkanovsky when he came back against Max Holloway, I guess. Also, Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier going to the body. That's fantastic. But those are all where guys are struggling and they have to make mid-fight adjustments to come back. Piotr Jan, on the other hand, is in control of the situation at all times, and then he just cranks it up. There's a big difference there, and he's just so dominant. That's cool. And, yeah, because there was a part in the main, in the in the co-main where he smirked at Corey Sanhagen, and he it was really subtle, but he saw you could tell. Yeah, dude, this I like the challenge. This is gonna be a tough fight, but it's but I'm never scared like, the I'm entire still winning. time. Yeah, yeah. And I want to look him up really fast. He, he. Okay, and also this has nothing to do with anything, but we saw family of Russian people at In and Out, <laughs> and they, and then Piotr Jan and his kids, they all have like the same haircut. They like tr- they have just long enough hair where you can cut the bangs where you just fade it in and then they have these like sick ass fades. We like even said, like not not to sound like weird or anything, but we I at least noticed. I I wouldn't have noticed. I at knew all. like without even looking at them or without hearing them speak in Russian that they were Russian. Like you can just tell they are just so cool looking to me. Yeah, well they just have these haircuts, dude. And Piotr's got it. Piotr's sons got it. These kids in In and Out had it. You can just tell. I no, I don't know do if it's anything. the way they like. Yeah, they're just like presence. They just seem like so like yeah. strong. It sounds so stupid, but the UFC and MMA, it just kind of fills you in on how big the world is. Yeah, because you can look at some of the amateur fights and amateur setting 
just some if you go back and look at a guy's past record in their amateur fights you click on it on topology shout out you can just see the diversity of like all of these guys names fighters you'll probably never hear of in your entire lifetime but the fact that so i don't know just the and different pronunciations the diversity and of stuff. names it's cool and how interconnected and how just vast this sport is and it just brings everybody together it's so sweet even just having zheng weili or weili zheng at the press conference and her speaking in chinese having a translator it's just kind of cool in new york city when you have one of the most brash just in your face american sitting next to you yeah. and she was so nice and colby gave her a little hug and she's like oh you're so handsome and she's like i, I feel so safe him. and secure in between michael chandler and colby covington but it's just it's super cool that is cool. Mm-hmm. Still not a fan of Colby, but Justin Gaethje okay, got but into also, it with Colby. Though, I wanted to bring up the that that one guy that um he's TikTok famous right now. Everyone thinks he's a child, but Hasbula. he's older. Hasbula is his yeah. name. Yeah, he's friends with Islam Mahachev. Yeah, so he's friends with him, and he I'm lifted like, him up like Simba. Yes, he literally. <laughs> went, I saw the video. He's like holding him up in the octagon, and yeah. they're like buddies. Yeah, and this like the, I don't want to say little kid because he's not a kid. He's Nineteen. He's 19. Yeah. Like, isn't that crazy, though? It's something. He's, like, TikTok famous, and now all, he's friends with guys in the UFC, and they're like, let him in, let him in. And then did you see the clip of him? He's like, then the white, I'm going to see you on this. He said something, and, he, and Dana White responds and goes, it was so funny. He's oh, like, yeah, there's, like, screenshot of so DMs or something. So happy to see, I can't wait to meet you. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's my God, crazy. I laughed but he so kind of supported hard. He was just ring side. He was cage side. It was crazy. Yeah, he was legit cage side. He's a, he's a big time celebrity now, and he hangs out with Islam. But, like, he literally only got famous because he was, like, trying to beat people up. Him and that one other um, guy are trying to fight. Yeah. He's literally, I don't condone that. One thing I also don't condone, Camaro, don't step in an ox, don't step in a boxing ring with Canelo Alvarez. Just don't do that. I don't care how big of a match that is. There's a reason Connor was made a business decision with a 40-year-old Floyd Mayweather, not a 33-year-old Canelo Alvarez. However, okay, can I show you this video though? It's. I'm coming to see you in. He goes, Dana White. I'm coming to see you in. Whatever. And then Dan, this is Dana White's response. Literally, they were, like, talking to you about it. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. And then he got in, like, that fight with that guy at the UFC thing. Yeah. Like, cage side. He, like, he started fighting the other guy. The little guy. I didn't even pay attention to it. I just don't understand how, like, these people are getting famous, though. It's called TikTok. It's Who would have thought crazy. Addison Rae has more Instagram followers than Conor McGregor, I think? Right? Does Let's he have, like, check. 40 million? It's something ridiculous. Sorry for Chai in the background. My sister's dog. She's going to be going absolute bonanza bananas right now um so yeah that that's my little spiel Piotr Jan is just an absolute stud muffin nobody is going to stop him um one guy that I was going to talk about was uh Rob no he has two more million followers than her oh he does he's grown now yeah he has 42 and she has 40 dang yeah that's crazy crazy she's a UFC fan too huh she's went to an event I think with I think Kourtney Kardashian yeah all these people casuals Casuals. Casuals. So apparently megan fox has been a ufc fan no, for yeah. years she's an og yeah. i think that's how the whole entire conor mcgregor thing started is because conor wanted to i don't even want to like impress her no he wanted to i think he wanted to say he just i don't know 
I don't know. Oh, oh, you mean like how the whole thing, the fight between MGK and Connor? I don't Connor. know. I, I actually have no idea. It was just Connor was trying to be nice or something, and MGK just said probably some weird. He's comment. not the move. He's not the move. Not even good rapper. Dude. I like. Oh! I like Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You love Megan Fox. I've been an OG Megan Fox fan since day one. Right. Yeah, so we're at twelve minutes. So Sorry. thirty-five goal. Yeah. I'm really pushing it here. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Piotr Jan. The one fight that I was thinking, uh, Rob Font could his boxing could give him issues, but Piotr's just gonna crank it up a notch. Um, yeah, guys, like frankie edgar and tj dillashaw they, they just don't have it it's not it they don't have that it factor that piotr does they don't have the strength they don't have the wrestling and like i said with aljermaine aljermaine has one shot to get him out of there in the first round if you're going to try to take him down but the thing is piotr he doesn't get tired really so and he doesn't uh, and aljermaine down the stretch won't have the knockout power to get him out of there and he won't have the ability to take him down because he's probably gonna have if if the if the fight does go down into the latter rounds piotr's already stuffed seven plus takedown attempts so aljamain's gonna be gas so that's my little spiel on why nobody's gonna take out piotr on for a long time he's gonna be one of those dudes like kamar usman like habib who's probably gonna walk away when he wants to at the end and also yeah. the ufc 267 um fantastic day for russians i was gonna mention that like alexander volkov won makachev won uncle i have won hamza chamayev won um zubair tukagov Durayev. yeah and also it was almost a good day for the polish guys michael shejic and actually never mind march tabir lost and so did the um jan blahovic you lost too uh, yeah that was crazy uh, yeah and you Bla- pronounce the name so well it's crazy blahovic yeah, so there were so many good fights, but that's besides the point. And then my other hot take right now, really quick. <laughs> I'll take what would you guys say if, what would you guys say if Magomed Ankalaev was the best light heavyweight to fight on the card on UFC 267? Bold take. Give me the fact that Glover Scherer versus Jan Blachowicz fought for the title. But the performance that Magomed Ankalaev put on against a tough Volkan Ozdemir who's already fought for a light heavyweight championship... I mean, like like we talked about beforehand, he is a large six four man and in charge that fights like a one hundred and seventy pound clean Chris striker. And every time anybody tries to come in and take his head off, he's Destroy. gonna bop you. But the thing is, instead of being like a bantamweight where you just jab and hit with a straight or something and just keep you at distance, his punches impact you. Huh. They're gonna <laughs> kill. They destroy you. So, I just... And then, what are you going to try to do? Take this man down? <laughs> Not going to do that. So, when I think of toughest opponents for Glover Teixeira, obviously, everybody's like, Yuri Prochka! He's... Here is one of the crazy... He's the best. He's craziest hair. Be, like, some of the craziest most dynamic hair. striking. Longest arms. He presents the biggest problems for a John Jones. Or even... He does present a lot of problems for Glover Teixeira. And if Glover takes... um here he down here he's gonna get back to up to his feet and he's gonna scramble and just make a fight out of it and but the thing is here he gets cracked often even in ryzen i want to yeah and yeah it's ryzen he got popped multiple times but he just comes back and he's just constantly in your face so that's always a plus but in terms of magaman uncle Live, doesn't take a ton of damage from some of these powerful guys you can't really take him to the ground so that's why i'm taking magaman uncle Live as a bigger threat 
to Glover Teixeira than Hiri Parashka, even though Hiri's probably going to get the next shot. I want Hiri to get the belt just because he's so crazy good, um, and he just is so much so exciting. Hands down, he'll get popped. He'll get wobbled. He's like a video game. It doesn't matter what happens to him. You just it's always like have a feeling game. that he's going to get his hand raised when it's all said and done. Okay. That's Magomed Ankalaev. I think he was the best light heavyweight to fight on the card that night, despite having a light heavyweight championship bout. Okay. Now, really quick question. This is a side <laughs> segment. I was thinking, because I was just doing a fun thing in my head, just combining funny names. But if yeah. you could combine two fighters right now, and you have to you have to combine the names too. If you can combine two fighters, if, if you could give one fighter a skill set of another guy, who would you give? Like if you could ab- absorb, if another guy could absorb the skills of it of another of, of another fighter, you um, pick one and then pick a guy to give their skill set to to make the most unstoppable guy you can think of. And no, you can't use Francis Ngannou. You can't give Francis the ability of Khabib. That's not fun because that's obviously the scariest man in the entire world. Uh, that's a good one. I'd probably give whoever is like a really good guy. I'm trying to think to like Rob Whitaker. Just because I love him. And I'd make him, like, invincible. You'd make Robert Whitaker into a superhero? Yeah. Who would I give... What powers... Or, like, who? Wh- whose abilities would I give to him, though? I'm trying to think. Who's a savage that you like to watch? <sighs> what does Robert need? Nothing. No, but... Maybe I, well, ground game. Okay. He's but he's already... Good on he's pretty good. But if you could... If you could um, fortify his abilities... Who Who would you give him? Whose like whose abilities would you transfer to him, if you could? I would probably transfer the abilities of maybe like speed or like stamina. Because Israel Adesanya is his biggest test, but you can't take Israel's. That would just be not fair. If I could give, I would give Israel Adesanya. I mean Robert Whitaker the dynamic ability of. Michel Pejeda or really? Rafael Fasiv. Or you could give him, I don't so know. So what are those abilities? I, hmm? What are those abilities? Just spinning capoeira like techniques where you can just take someone's just head. Just cool things. Yeah. I would, I honestly, I don't know if I would give him anything, but what would you, what would the name? I was just thinking because I was in the bathroom just thinking about it. <laughs> what if you gave, oh, what if you gave like Robert Whitaker like Hamzat Chemaev? Like his abilities or his name? Mm-hmm. What would it be? It would be Ram Ramzat Widamayev. <laughs> oh my god. Ramzat Widamayev? Yeah. Robzat. Ramzat. Widamayev. Widamayev. That's good. Those are the most, out of all the way that this could have went, I would not that expect actually, that we picked that Hamza picked good, and Whitaker. But it sounds like normal. Ramza Widamayev sounds like a guy <laughs> who would have been in the UFC. Yeah. Damn, yeah. What was that? If you could cast one fighter for a superhero movie, who would you pick? Uh, Probably one of like the Brazilian guys because they're like the ones that literally look like Superman that have the like perfect bodies. Mm-hmm. Someone from like the 170 or 145. Pound for pound though, in my opinion, I think the Russians have the best bodies. Yeah. They're just so blocky and strong. But they're not, 
I don't know. I think that the Brazilians are like the Hispanics look more like models. they would be. A, yeah, they look like a model. Yeah. Like they could be a superhero. Because they have like small ass waist and then big chest. Yeah, and they have like the broad shoulders mm-hmm. and like the small faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who I would pick for a movie. Probably Marlon Marais. Marlon Marais? Will yeah. you show me a photo? Just got to give him a little bit of hair. Who's that one guy that I thought was like cute? that is i think he was resilient or like your mom even was like oh he needs to work out like jokingly because he had such a good body that's that's what he looks like <laughs> he's freaking jacked bro he has a good bod yeah that's um, all i'll give him who <laughs> hey i don't know um who else there's so many guys i mean yoel romero obviously you could cast him who Let else me see huh? look him up he has the biggest traps in all of ufc dude yeah yeah dude look at him no yeah he would be more of like like a fantastic four like the rocky guy (laughs) like that's who i see him as uh i'm trying yeah i think that another guy that would be really good is um what's his face dude uh not not oh my god i'm drawing a blank on his name it doesn't it doesn't matter though but there's just it's it's honestly weird sometimes though how some guys can look um like not anything and then what do you mean like not with anything? their shirt on they just look like a normal guy but then oh, they're absolute yeah. killers and then they like yeah no there's like some guys you see and you're like i would never picture you to be in the ufc but then they can literally like, like not on a run look like he could be on a cross-country team yeah yeah <laughs> then he like is one of the toughest men on you on planet earth that's so funny to think about no yeah i think that a lot when i look at some people i'm like i never would picture these people to be in the ufc yeah i dude there's so many guys uh if i could pick one to be in a movie (laughs) who am i picking i mean francis ngano heavyweight yeah wait who what were you saying i'm I'm confused i'm trying to think of the guy that you were thinking about oh armand sarukian bro he has the biggest legs ever (laughs) and yeah that's who i'm picking to be in a movie look him up or let me see a photo okay alejandro pantoja is pretty good harry prohoshka just looks like something out of a freaking movie like a viking movie yeah like no. a viking movie armon sarukian wait i spelled that so bad yeah here we go armon he has just big legs dude yeah yeah he's just that'd be good yeah Okay. that's funny Fucking, such a such a random segment i was just thinking i like it yeah um i never think about stuff like that <sighs> now you're clever okay uc 268 let's just get into this and then we'll do, we're gonna do a new segment we're gonna pick three fights as our locks for this card so we'll, we'll okay. just like run we're gonna we'll, have to do this fast if you're, tra- you're trying to yeah that's whatever you don't but care about okay time? okay we're really quickly really quickly <coughs> so we're starting this so we already I've talked about how, like, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler are going to be starting off the main card. But to start off the freaking prelims, we have Odie Osborne versus CJ Vergara. Odie Osborne, really good. He uh, has absolute knockout power, but he ran into Manel Cap. That's fine. I think that that's going to be the first um, fight. But after that, we get a treat. And like I said about Magomed Ankalaev, this dude was 
uh or no like i said yeah like i said about Mago Man Uncle Live, what would like what would i what would i said like what, what what would you say if i told you <laughs> what would you want to do that he was the best fighter on the card or light heavyweight yeah. same thing has to do here what if i told you that the best most exciting fighter on the on ufc 268 is in the prelims and his nickname is the gun melsic bagdasarian so when we and my dad were watching this his first fight against colin anglin the gun has appeared as a 145 pound legend and in his post-fight press conference he's like i have a lot of guns and we were like whoa didn't know his nickname was the gun yeah so it's a little bit alarming when you hear i got a lot of guns oh that would really <laughs> freak me kidding. out you, i obviously knew what he meant he's like i have a lot of weapons yeah like weapons. but this dude you have to tune in <laughs> if you're watching this i remember that part yeah I he's like he i have a lot of that. guns he goes, like, a guns and he's the, his fight against Colin Nagin was his UFC debut. He was in the he was a uh, Dana White Contender Series alumni. This guy, it, I think these the prelims are going to be on regular ESPN. Just if you're not going to watch or pay for, pay for the pay per view, please tune in for, for the, the prelims. early prelims. It it might be on ESPN Plus, but either way, watch this guy because what you're going to see from Melsic is an absolute onslaught from the opening round Uh from the ding ding to the ding ding each round and if (laughs) you make it past (laughs) if you make it all three rounds you're probably gonna go to the hospital after because this guy (laughs) has very ill intentions when he throws his body kicks he roasted colin anglin multiple times spinning techniques absolute crisp pure boxing and you just don't know where a knockout shot's coming from when he's throwing his barrage at you and then on top of this to throw him into the mix is another 145 pound killer like i was raving about david onama this is guys another 145 pound killer what makes him so good is his well-roundedness he got taken down by colin anglin scramble right back up to his feet so the gun is somebody to watch out for and um i feel a little bit sorry for bruno souza i'm sure this guy is an absolute i'm I'm sure this huh go up i'm sure this guy's a killer okay he looks like tiger versus the gun who wins that poachers the gun the guns win the gun's winning <laughs> the gun's gonna win let's see Melsic, you have Melsic. a gun and a tiger a gun's gonna shoot the tiger anyways and it's dead well, we don't want that no we don't want that we don't want that um but bruno souza i'm sure that he's gonna end up coming out and surprising me he'll probably end up winning but my guy to watch out for is melsic bagdasarin just given the fact that everything he throws at you is meant to put your lines out not saying that anybody else nobody else does that but he doesn't really care about who's in front of him and he's trying to get fast track into the upper echelon of the 145 pound division yeah so melsic he's the v man um yeah i freaking love that guy oh i do dustin jacoby had such a good outing he has absolute concrete in his fist against uh darren the dentist stewart look out for him john volante is going to be retiring after his fight against chris barnett i'm pretty sure jordan williams looking for him to hopefully get a dub over ian gary but ian gary he's an up-and-comer undefeated um i want jordan williams to have a good showing just because he didn't get to do anything against mickey gall mickey gall put it on put it on him early and jordan williams didn't get to 
showcase display his any skills. of his skills. So, yeah, but apparently Ian Gary is a welterweight phenom. So we'll we'll see here. He's only twenty three years old. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. <laughs> Jordan Williams, he's a. I think he stopped a criminal from doing something. That's cool. Someone was trying to break into his car. Actually, I'm pretty sure. And he stopped he him. probably was like, get away from my car. Boom, boom, boom. Beat him the he heck gr- up. You don't want to You don't want to steal from a UFC fighter. That is something that you do not want to do. Can you imagine? No. Could you imagine? Because you saw Kevin Holland when he, there was a guy that stole somebody else's car or something. And then he was just holding this dude in a freaking <laughs> like scarf hold or some shit. And then the, the guy's just like on the sidewalk being held by Kevin Holland. Not like that, that hurts so bad it doesn't yeah. look like it hurt but it's just like no massive man is just grabbing who's him. like a professional fighter and he just <laughs> grip strings out of this yeah. world yeah um look i want jordan wilson williams to win but ian gary looks like a beast edmund shabazian he's been thrown to the wolves against hermanson and um derek brunson he does well on the feet but as soon as somebody tries to take him down he not so good not so good but hopefully he's made improvements there i mean i mean he's obviously really good on the ground it's just Derek brunson is a killer and so is jack Manson. um then he's fighting nasardine imabov who nasardine nasardine russian Pokey sniper Omi a coke he's a stud he's only 25 these are two young guns coming out he's coming off a big dub over a freaking tank of a human being and ian heinish but phil hawes versus chris curtis going phil hawes all day not to overlook chris curtis but i mean it's Phil Haas. <laughs> I Man's knew you were going to say that. Ally Quinta versus Bobby King Green. Bobby King Green gave Rafael Fazeev all he could handle. Ally Quinta hasn't fought in a hot minute, but this one's going to be good. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's going to. I think it's just going to be a slugfest the entire time. I cannot wait for this fight. It's going to be a fight of the night contender. What does slugfest mean? There's going to be punching each other a lot? Oh, 100%. Slugger. Andres Michalidis versus uh, Alex Pajera. I'm going Andreas Michalidis. Okay, now we get into this juice right now. Main card. Frank Yedver versus Marlon Chito Vera. Chito Vera, Sean O'Malley's favorite fighter. Um, versus Frank Yedger. This is a big fight for both men just because Frank Yedger is back. He's, he's pinned back. up he's pinned up against the back of a wall. <laughs> what am I trying to say here? His back is pinned against the wall. <laughs> Why is this You're not like, coming out like the way I want it to? Sounds so much better in my head. <laughs> he's pinned up against the wall. His back. His back is up his against. His back is the, up against the wall. That's what I was gonna say. His back is up against the wall. Give me next. You got it. You just work through it a little. His back against the wall. His back's against the wall, guys. And Marlon Chito Vera, he's the one pushing him against the wall. Does that not tickle you? Because mm, that's my knee. That <laughs> tickles my mom my so thigh. badly my thigh gets me no like if you do it right above your kneecap that's supposed to tickle like really bad no, like no loosen f- your leg up a little bit no feeling there you want to do that no your legs are too stiff or too uh too muscular right there i don't think that has to do with that i'm just not ticklish there <laughs> okay you your marlon <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go cheeto vera on this one just because it's cheeto's time it's time for him to shine it's time for him and Sean O'Malley to get back on that collision course, have a rematch, and show Sean O'Malley that he should never mention Piotr Jan's name again. Shouldn't mention anybody in the top five's name again because he's not ready for it. 
He's not ready for it. He's not ready for it. He's not. That's what I was thinking is Sean O'Malley, the fact that you even talk about Piotr Jan in a sentence that comes out of your mouth, like in, in a way that you think that you could beat him, you're crazy. Yeah. Because nobody's beating him. Nobody's beating him. Can you hear me? <laughs> You can't even beat TJ Dillashaw. I promise you. You can't beat Jose Aldo. I promise you. So, how do you think you're going to beat one of the best power pound fighters on the planet Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Beats me, dude. Okay. <laughs> Frankie Edgar, Marlon Vera, going Cheeto. Shane Burgos, Yikers. Shane Burgos has had a tough go. He had a long layover after his loss to Josh Emmett, where without me, he got the crap beat out of him. He was a really good fight, but he took some serious shots. Edson Barboza sent him into the Shadow Realm. A little bit because remember he filled he was like he's just Shane Burgos is the toughest guy you'll ever see and he was just hanging in there he was landing great shots he's got absolute such good boxing yeah but Edson Barboza was too much for him and yeah, that was the fight where he was like oh and then he fell backwards remember yeah, that yeah and we were like how is he doing that it like, was very confusing yeah and then Billy Q is just gonna put the pressure on you he's really good everywhere that was he's a just rhyme. a slugger Billy Q's gonna put the pressure on you that's Billy Q's what, gonna that's put the pressure on he you he should have that as a slogan this is gonna be fantastic um even though these fights are gonna be in between the Gaethje and Chandler card uh fight because <laughs> they're gonna uh Gaethje and Chandler obviously gonna open up the main juice open up but yeah billy q he's on the rise man and he's so tough both of these guys are so tough we're gonna see a three-round slugfest in my i don't think anybody's i don't think billy q can get finished that's how tough he is okay now would you say are you gonna take trevor whitman's army or are you gonna take are you gonna do a clean sweep of trevor whitman's army or are you gonna who's trevor whitman He's the coach of these three guys. Oh, Usman, okay. Yama Yunus, and Justin Gaethje. I was like, I'm looking for a Trevor What's... Whitman on there. Okay, but okay, we're going to cut this off right here. Okay. Um, from fights 11 through 1, give me three locks that you think you're going to win. Your locks. This is this is your parlays right here, guys. Bianca's okay. going to be 21, so we can, she can start doing some betting stuff. <laughs> I'm going with... For sure... Gun. Milsick. The gun. The gun. The gun. And then I think that um Edmund. You going Edmund? Edmund and Melsick? No, no. Nasserdine for You're sure. You're going Nasserdine is a lock. Melsick is a lock. <coughs> and and then I'll do Bobby Green. That's great. I love that. Those are such good picks. Really? That was I was gonna pick Bobby Green. I was gonna pick um I'll, I'm, this is what I'm gonna do. My okay. locks. Um, my locks are going to be Melsic Bagdasarian, Dustin Jacoby, and Phil Haas. Take that. Okay. Baby. You're not going to make it. Those are just my locks that I think you're going to win. As an upset, upset of the night, we're going to save that for the freaking, <laughs> the three fights <laughs> that we're going to talk about right now. Okay. We're almost done. <laughs> Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler. This is going to blow the absolute roof off the place. Set the tone for the entire day. And, but in the end, when it's all said and done, I'm going to go with the man. The myth. The legend. Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler. I'm going Iron Michael Chandler. Because this dude, you just... He is crazy. He, is so he lost his last fight, though. Iron, he... Okay. When he says, you might not like me in the beginning, but if you, I stick around long enough, you're going to like me. That's kind of the effect he's had on not only me, but I'm sure I fans like everyone's liked worldwide. Him in the beginning. No, he's a really nice guy. But he just kind of grows on you. It's a lot he when does. he comes out with the American flag and yeah. his fight against Dan Hooker. We were like, just like, okay, ooh. wow. Yeah. It's a lot. 
at you at one time, but I'm going Michael Chandler on this one. But Justin Gaethje, all it takes is one humdinger. Just one. The only thing that I'm thinking is Michael Chandler pushes the pace and Justin Gaethje, they just have... Whoever comes out less scathed, like unscathed, whoever get, receives less damage in the first round, I feel like is going to have the biggest chance of winning i don't see anybody with state like i don't see anybody taking a bunch of damage and then coming back and winning the fight yeah because these guys just have the power that will affect you for the entirety of a fight because if you get cracked by this guy you're not gonna you're not gonna be okay for round two against yeah. justin gaethje if you're on the ropes and then if you get knocked down by justin gaethje with 10 seconds left and the round expires and you survive you're not gonna be okay for the opening <laughs> You're not going to be okay for the opening minutes of round number two. He's going to come in and finish you. Same can be said for Michael Chandler. If he lays a paw on you, you're dropping to the floor like he did to Dan Hooker. And like he did to um, I'm a big, I Charles think I'm Lever. actually am a Michael Chandler fan. I think I like him more than I know. I don't really know Justin Gaethje very well. All you have to know is his right hand. I've seen him fight, I think, and one time. But his I like I like Michael Chandler. But doesn't Justin Gaethje have like a pretty big height advantage on this or no? Mm, Justin Gaethje's big. Yeah. Yeah, because Michael's pretty small. Yeah, but he's not that much smaller. But I'm going to go with Michael Chandler also. Okay. All right, Rose Namunas for Zhang Weili. As much as I want to I see like Zhang. I like Rose. I've, Rose has the cleanest striking probably out of these three people. Yeah. Like out of these three, she has the, the best striking. Three. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's sick. Yeah. You can see that it's just very apparent that she's way better on the feet than Weili. She's just, everything comes out. Nothing is um, telegraphed. Everything's hidden. Everything's really fast. Everything's really tight. And it's just, it's a, might not be 100% knockout. She's not going to throw a knockout blow every single time, but it just accumulates over time. And then she's going to throw a head kick like she did, or she's going to throw just an overhand or something or a hook. And it's just going to catch you off guard and you're going to be toast. So yeah. Yeah. She's just so much fun to watch. You just are, you're locked in the entire time she's fighting because it's just art moving. She's That's so cool. much fun to Boy, watch. Look at it. Yeah. I'm going Rose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just don't see. We have the same one so far. Yeah. I'm curious who Rose you think is going to win huh? though, them for the main event. What? Who do you think is going to win for the main event? But what were you going to say about Rose? Sorry. No, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Rose is just a stud, dude. Yeah. Uh, Camaro versus... This is what I've been waiting for. This is the moment we have been waiting for since December 2019 when I was losing my marbles because I only the only fight that I've seen in Kobe Covington prior to that was the Robbie Lawler fight. And the only fight that I've seen prior to Kamara Usman, I really only watched him. His first entire his first fight that I watched Kamara Usman was against when he dismantled Tyrone Woodley. Uh-huh. So I didn't really know what Colby was going to bring to the table. I didn't know what Kamara was going to bring to the table. And but he lost, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah, is this their second or third? This fight? is their second fight. Yeah, and I just to be perfectly <laughs> honest, I have zero idea who's going to win this fight. If I had to put, <laughs> if I if idea. I'm putting money on it, I'm picking Kamara. Really? Okay. Heart, my heart is telling me that Colby's going to upset the world. But Kamaru is just, he's a been... Safer, a safer choice. Yeah. Well, just his striking is looks so good. You don't need to look at the time. Like, this is a podcast. They're not supposed to be short. I know. No, no, no I'm not. It's just a habit. But Kamaru versus Colby, this fight, okay, 
over under how many takedowns do you think there be cole camaro has never been taken down in his entire career colby has only been taken down maybe i don't know i think he got taken down by rafael de Santos. but colby on paper is the better wrestler but camaro is physically a stronger guy yeah. i think yeah but colby is he's got that freak strength and he's got that freak cardio yeah i think he's just a psychopath so that he like he's just crazy like mm. i don't even think it's that like oh he has all that strength like he doesn't stuff. look I like a 170 year is psycho he just has a different like i think he likes pain colby <laughs> yeah. well when you get your jaw i'm not gonna say broken because he doesn't seem to like that but when <laughs> yes, it, it seems to like but that. when he gets cracked he came back and was winning he won the fourth round after getting his jaw touched his after his jaw left the octagon in round three <laughs> at the end of why round three why doesn't he like it if you say broken because it uh, he does he says it wasn't broken oh even though he said i think i broke my jaw yeah he definitely said that afterwards didn't he yeah. he's like i think i broke my jaw yeah um i'm going with kobe chaos covington yeah i'm gonna go with Usman. i need to do Usman. i can't so your lock your your picks are chandler I'd be hypocrite. rose and Usman. yep i'm going colby rose and chandler but here's the deal one of the main reasons why I want Colby to win is because it's going to shake things up. Yeah. I, I want see to see that. something different. Yeah. There's just so, there's a lot of fun fights. Say Colby wins. He's n- sure as hell not going to fight Hamza Chemaev unless they throw a bag in him. But you know who would, who'd be down is Usman. Usman would be down to test his skills against Hamza. And okay, that's so the fight that I want to see really bad. Yeah. But you're saying you want Colby to win to change things up. But if Colby wins, that fight won't happen with him and Colby. So you should be wanting Usman to win then if you want to see that. Yeah, you're right. No, but I just want to see a new champion. <laughs> I get that. I want to see Hamza. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, either one i think it's gonna be cool like you can't go wrong i feel like you know yeah but if colby wins the one the downside of that is you might get another masvidal fight but a colby no, versus luke would just would be, be so out of this world because you're getting two guys colby okay yeah colby's a really bad matchup because colby when he's fighting a striker i guarantee you he's not going to be willing to stand with them he's, he's willing he's willing lose. to stand with camaro just because he knows that camaro he just doesn't really believe that Kamaru's on a different level striking. He will probably find out soon because Kamaru's in absolute beast mode. Soon enough. Kamaru is more exciting because he's willing to take on challenges because he's willing to stand up with guys that are willing to stand up. But I Colby, feel like Colby's very stagnant in the sense that he doesn't have, like, he won't change up his, his style for other people. He's willing to change up his style for Usman, and that's but the only that's guy. But that's it, yeah. yeah. He's, the other, other than that, he's going to approach the same fight he would as he did robbie lawler and then he'll lose because he won't change no he'll destroy guys no i don't like him he will always lose in my mind whatever that's colby covington versus kamaru we've been waiting for two like two years yeah that's crazy and this i've watched this fight upwards of double digits times (laughs) yeah that's funny it's the most exciting (laughs) fight ever one of them but yeah that's i just am so excited i've been watching every single every single interview that you could have had with colby covington i've watched i know and he called and I hate he it. called our boy john morgan a flabby ass john morgan you know the guy interviewed? Uh, yeah why would he call him that <laughs> he's so mean 
a flabby ass <laughs> something like that like it's so rude dude for what reason the only reason All i'm laughing that's not funny questions. is just because he hesitated when he, before he said it. he's like you flabby because he knew he didn't he shouldn't Get say it why did he say that like why doesn't he like john morgan just because he asks him tough questions something i don't know colby is oh my god There's... that gave me another reason to literally hate him i hope you know that john morgan <laughs> no, is so oh, nice this is what i'm gonna this is what i want to say after watching the press conference between Usman and Colby, Kamaro gets an absolute kick out of Colby Covington, and he's I do an too. Idiot. He's so much. He's so funny. But I, Kamaro genuinely, I think he low key likes him. And Colby, when Kamaro talks, Colby kind of smirks sometimes. If we had a podcast where both these guys were the hosts, hopefully somewhere along the line, down the line, these guys can become friends because that would be the most entertaining thing ever. But that's like the the logan paul or no jake paul and what's his face fight who were the his last fight Askren and woodley? no no the woodley mm-hmm. yeah and they had like funny banter with each other when ariel dasani was what's his last name hawani hawani dasani waters <laughs> um was interviewing him do you remember how funny it was yeah because they're kind of like laughing at each other i don't know no they were because jake is just so immature yeah it is the similar dynamic yeah it's like similar because they hate each other but then they also it's like think exactly it's funny same. yeah that's what i'm saying yeah <laughs> it's just one crazy person versus a chill calm guy but at the end of the day kamaro gets a big paycheck just because of Col- what colby does for everybody he's so crazy mm-hmm. he finds ways to cut problems for bang i mean when you would least expect it i just really think a show if these guys can be friends along the line (laughs) you can just tell they like each other loki no i don't know i can colby (laughs) colby as much as people want to hate on him nope he he has hate him yeah he's a bad guy what would it would it be would it be called chaos and kamaro no it'd be an asshole (laughs) it'd be like a piece of shit with i'm just kidding i don't know the Kamaru chaos. No, yeah, you could the C dude, you already have it. Kamaru and Colby. Like you already have that. K and C. The Cov Kuzman. <laughs> Colby. Colby and and Kamaru. Kamaru. Yeah. I don't know. Who are you taking in a fight? Kamaru, Usman, and Leon Edwards versus No, no, no. No, 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 no. Oh my god! If you had a street fight and you had, oh my god! All these guys hate each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's this: in a ring, if everybody's together, you have Leon Edwards, Sente Luque, Kamaru Usman, and Colby Covington, and Jorge Masvidal. All guys, all those. In, did I already say Jorge twice? Uh, no, I don't think you did. Who was coming out alive? None of them. And Hamzat. <laughs> Hamzat's the best fighter in the planet. I We're don't signing know. off. I don't like Masvidal either. I want someone to beat him up too. Facts. Okay. Signing off, everybody. Thank, Thank you for you listening. Thank you for watching. What an episode this was. It was so bad. I'm sorry. No, you say that every time. You need to have more freaking confidence. Okay. Bye, guys. Super fun talking about these fights. I love it. Thank okay. you for watching. Bye.